You're listening to Quest for Love, a podcast for smart, successful women who want to stop attracting the same kind of men over and over so they can finally have the love they want and deserve. Whether your status is single, dating, or it's complicated, this podcast is exactly what you need to take your love and life to the next level. And now, here's your host, love and life coach, Melissa Snow. Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode number nine of Quest for Love podcast. Thanks so much for joining me again. Happy New Year, everybody. So today I want to talk about what happens when you are looking for a relationship for all the wrong reasons. And this topic came up for me because over the weekend we were watching some episodes of Catfish. (laughs) For those of you who have never seen the show or don't know what a catfish is, it's basically when someone creates a false identity or a false profile and has relationships with people online as this fake person. Um, Sometimes they do it to get the person to send them money. Sometimes they do it because they know the person and they're trying to get revenge. There's all different reasons that someone might be a catfish. Um, I see episodes like this on Dr. Phil frequently of these people who believe that they have this online relationship and they send thousands and thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars to this person. And it's really hard to believe that this actually happens, but I think that it happens even more than we realize. And when I'm watching this certain episode of Catfish that I was watching, and there's so many red flags that this guy's being catfished, right? It's like the guy that he's talking to has not ever video chatted with him or talked to him on the phone. He's not sent him any pictures of himself in the last six months. So the only pictures this guy has is the ones that he got on the dating profile. And he asks him for money, but he has him send the money to his friend's cash app and like all these different things that you're watching. And you're like, how can this guy possibly still believe that this guy is real? Well, Number one, he still believes that the guy is real because he wants to believe that the guy is real. But the reason that he wants to believe that the guy is real so badly is because he's been hurt really bad in the past. He has some things going on that are making him kind of feel bad about himself. And now there's this person that he's found online who texts him in the morning to see how he's doing and calls him babe and all these other sweet names and says these nice things about how wonderful he is and how much he loves him and paints this picture of this imaginary fantasy life that they're going to have together in the future. And this guy has felt so badly before And now there's this person online who's making him feel so much better about himself and about his life and about his future. And he's desperate for that. And he doesn't know how to make himself feel better, which is why he's relying on this kind of outside circumstance to make him feel better about himself. So after watching this show, it just got me thinking about all the different reasons that we get into relationships without even really realizing it, right? Because our brain tells us all these half truths about how, you know, this guy is really the one and this is the best thing that's ever happened to you. And I just fall in love so quickly. And, um, you know, this just feels right, even though there's red flags that you convince yourself aren't a big deal, because you want to stay in the relationship for whatever these other reasons are. So that brings me to what I wanted to talk to you guys about today, which is 
knowing what you want from a relationship and being really honest with yourself about why it is that you want a relationship. It's really important to examine your motivations and get really clear on why you want a relationship in the first place and what you expect out of it. Because if your answer is anything other than some variation of, I just like having this person in my life, then you are going to be more likely to attract and stay in relationships with someone who is not right for you. I hear from so many women who, in retrospect, feel like they got into their relationships for the wrong reasons, even though it felt very right at the time, and their brain told them things that made them think that it was right at the time, and now they feel stuck. Now, if you could see me, every time I say wrong reasons, I'm putting them in air quotes, because I think that most actions have positive intentions. And I think that every relationship can be used as a learning experience if that's how you choose to look at it. So it can never really be wrong. Maybe it was exactly what you needed at the time in order to learn what you needed to learn and grow how you needed to grow. Nevertheless, being aware of your motivations for getting in and staying in a relationship can definitely help you avoid further suffering. So for me, At one point in my life, my unconscious motivation for getting into a relationship was that all of my other friends were getting married and starting families, and I felt lonely and left out and like something must be wrong with me and like I was getting left behind as everyone else moved into like adult world and I was still here like, hey, who wants to party? So other women I hear from got into relationships because they were afraid or uncomfortable being alone, maybe because they felt that they had something to prove to their friends or to their parents or to their ex, maybe because they wanted their kids to have a dad because they wanted some more financial stability, or because they just thought that the relationship would finally be the thing that would make them happy or make them feel complete, which is what I see most often on Catfish. (laughs) So when you get into a relationship for almost any reason other than I like this person and I want him or her around, you're going to be much less selective because you'll be much less interested in the qualities that this person actually has and much more interested in whether or not they can fulfill your needs. So this is why these people on this show keep sending money and keep buying these lies and keep accepting things that don't make any sense because they're a lot more concerned about continuing to get this need to feel better or to feel loved or to feel special or important met than they are about looking at reality and what's actually happening. So similar to the people on Catfish, you might find yourself overlooking important facts and obvious red flags in your relationship because you're so set on finding someone to meet these needs that you have. So you might minimize things like they're married to someone else or they're not always that nice to me. You might make excuses for them and justify their bad behavior because you're so desperate to get your needs met. Or you might end up staying with someone who is way below your standards. And The thing is that even if the person you are with is great in every way, expecting this person to meet these needs is going to put more pressure on the relationship than it can possibly withstand. Believe me, I have had so many relationships in the past before I had my transformation. I'm sure we'll talk more about them on the podcast later on, but relationships where I was so reliant on the person to make me feel good about myself and to help me feel loved and secure and important. And that's just more pressure than you can put on anyone, whether it is a friend or a romantic partner or 
you know, your mom. And the other thing is, if you put all your eggs in one basket and desperately demand that this person make you happy or never leave you or be the perfect parent to your children, then you're also more likely to cause your partner to feel smothered or resentful or stuck. So if you're someone who frequently comes on too strong or you're too much too soon or you know, you have a couple dates and you think it's going well, and then they kind of start to back out. And maybe your friends have suggested to you that you're putting a little too much pressure on the relationship, that you're being a little too much or a little too demanding. So this could be what is happening for you. And the other thing is that these demands are also going to cause you to feel constantly disappointed and resentful and trapped because you're going to convince yourself that you need this person in order to feel the way that you're trying to feel or achieve whatever it is you're trying to achieve and that you can't do it on your own. So for example, if you got into the relationship because you thought that it would make you happy, you might feel like you can't leave because your happiness depends on the other person. If you got into the relationship because you wanted to prove something to your parents, then you might be afraid to admit to yourself or to them that things aren't working out because you don't want to hear I told you so from them again and feel all the feelings that come along with that. So if that is you, my suggestion is that you do the work of looking at your past and present and future relationships and really honestly examining your motivation for getting in and staying in those relationships. Because once you can identify the need that you are or were expecting that person to fulfill, you can start figuring out how to fulfill that need for yourself. This is one of the very first things that I do with my clients is really help them identify why is it that you want a relationship? What is it that you're hoping a relationship will do for you? How do you think it will make you feel? How do you think you'll think differently? How do you think you'll act differently? How will you be a different person? And that is really what you're after. So how do we help you feel that way and think that way and be that person now without the relationship? Because that's going to help you make better choices going forward and make it much more likely that you are going to attract and then know how to keep the kind of love that you actually want. So that's where the work begins on the inside, people. Tune in next week. I hope to see you again. And until then, remember, the quest for love starts with you. Thanks for listening to Quest for Love. If you like what you hear, be sure to leave us a review and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. For more information about how you can work one-on-one with Melissa, check out melissamsnow.com or questforlovepodcast.com. Until the next episode.